0: community content from Concentrate. You're Up and Adam with Adam Montiel. Some say-
1: Tuesday, gorgeous! Look at this. Thank you so much for being up, and Adam. My name is Adam Montiel. Beautiful across the Central Coast, temps in the mid to upper seventies, sunny. You know, we are just in our second week, and not only are we blown away by the support, listeners, downloads, uh, where we sit on the the U.S. charts for daily news on Apple Podcasts is incredible. But for the support that we're getting with community leaders, businesses. If these people are supporting us and what we do here, what I do here, I definitely wanna share them with you and ask that you support them. That's how we're gonna be able to keep this going, friends like Dow Vineyards. Some great gifts, gifts for clients, a special someone who just loves tasting. They have these taste packs. You can taste the estate selection, the reserves, even a 15, 16, 17 vertical of their incredibly beautiful and popular wines like Soul of a Lion. It's great for checking out many wines without having to buy many bottles. The wines come perfectly sound in these 100 mil vessels, ready to go. Check out DowVineyards.com for more. If you want to visit the winery, make a reservation. Again, DowVineyards.com. Fun show today. I have sat back and watched the city of Atascadero just grow in some really exciting ways. Watched some business members there really flourish over the last decade or so. We're going to be talking to Lorelai Kappel. She is the Deputy Director of Economic Development for the city of Atascadero. I know that sounds like a mouthful. It's going to be a fun conversation. She's really rad. And what the city is doing right now is really, really exciting and definitely worthy of mention. A lot of good feedback yesterday on the Greg Fitzsimmons interview. We'd love to get some more of those national names on the show. Got some fun conversations down the pike. And speaking of down the pike and what's coming, if you like the Cork Dorks, since, you know, that's not really a thing anymore, we're going to be bringing something here that was just like what I created and co-hosted and produced with the cork torques. If you love that kind of wine beverage content programming, we have something even more, even in addition to Up and Adam that we're gonna be adding here to the mix very soon. You don't wanna miss it. All right, what do you say? How about some Tuesday Lo-Fi headlines?
2: Up and Adam's Lo-Fi headlines.
1: So there was always this talk locally of Sonic Burger coming to the Central Coast with their drive-ins. They've applied to establish three different restaurants in Slow County in the past decade. So far, none of them have actually happened. Why not? So it looks like Sonic had building permits in Morro Bay for right there 1840 Main Street, and also in Paso in the Golden Hills Plaza on the east side of Highway 46. Both of those building permits expired, leaving one remaining chance for Sonic to be here. Now, I've always heard the Sonic commercials on local radio and that's my frustration. One of my frustrations with FM radio is they just take any and all commercials no matter if the place is here or not. They're known as barter spots in the business. And really what you'll do is radio stations will, you know, opt to not have to pay for things like prep services, or um, maybe services that help them with their continuity or really anything. And then in return, these people know, oh, we can give this business to the radio station. And in return, we can have inventory on their radio station. So that's why you'll hear stores that say, you know, mispronounce the name of like San Luis Obispo, you know, things like that. Or you'll hear spots for places that you know your community doesn't even have. But okay, back to Sonic. The Sonic location in Atascadero is going to happen. We'll actually talk to Lorelai uh, Lorelei about that. It is gonna be at the old KFC location off the San Anselmo Road, exit right across from In and Out. That is a primo spot. Can't wait to ask Lorelai about that. Now, did you hear about that story about a year ago of that pilot who intentionally crashed his plane just for clout on YouTube? Turns out the guy is from the Central Coast.
0: A YouTuber had his pilot's license revoked for crashing a plane on purpose. Trevor Jacob is a snowboarder who represented the United States at the 2014 Sochi Olympics. He's got over 130,000 subscribers on his YouTube channel where he posts his adventures. It's a stunt from December, 2021, that has Jacob in hot water with the Federal Aviation Authority. In a video titled, I crashed my plane, Trevor is seen parachuting over the Los Padres National Forest in California, leaving his Taylorcraft BL 65 plane to crash without a pilot, Jacob says his engine stopped. Holy
1: f**k. I'm over the mountains and I He's got, got cameras on his whole plane capturing but he it. made
0: no attempt to call air traffic controls emergency line or restart the engine before bailing on the aircraft. It's all covered, he's got
1: cameras over the capturing fact all of that it. he was
0: already wearing a parachute and that his selfie stick was in hand as he jumped had <laughs> a lot of people wondering if this was staged wondering, including the FAA. After an investigation, the FAA revoked Trevor Jacobs' private pilot certification, citing in a letter to the YouTuber, your egregious and intentional actions on these dates indicate that you presently lack the degree of care, judgment, and responsibility required of a certificate holder. The agency also says there were multiple areas within gliding range in which you could have made a safe landing. According to the FAA, Jacob recovered the cameras and disposed of the wreckage. If Trevor Jacob was looking for views, it worked. The video has had over 1.7 million people watch it.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: This is Inside Edition Digital.
1: So he actually went back to go get the the GoPros and stuff. And I don't know how he got rid of the the wreckage though it was in the middle of the like the mountains anyways the update on this story is this Lompoc resident has pled guilty to one felony count of destruction and concealment with the intent to obstruct a federal investigation so technically he pled guilty to deliberately crashing the plane to generate online views in a money-making scheme and he was uh, just sentenced to six months in federal prison for his efforts I guess the guy received a sponsorship from a company who had agreed to promote the company's wallet in the YouTube video that he would post. He had cameras again all over the plane capturing it. A couple days later is when he notified the NTSB about the crash. The agency then launched an investigation, told Jacob he was responsible for preserving the wreckage so the agency could examine it. He agreed to determine the crash location and provide the coordinates and video Of the crash to agency investigators the release said jacob lied to investigators that he did not know where the location of the wreckage was but then december 10th 21 jacob and a friend flew to the wreckage by helicopter to retrieve it and transport it to rancho sisquak in santa barbara county where he loaded it into his pickup truck and then drove the wreckage to an airplane hangar at the lompoc city airport where there he cut it up and destroyed the aircraft He unloaded the detached parts of the plane into trash bins at the airport and elsewhere, quote, which was done with the intent to obstruct federal authorities from investigating the November 24th plane crash. Wasn't until a couple weeks later, he uploaded the YouTube video, I crashed my airplane that showed him parachuting out of his plane and then the aircraft's crash, which included the sponsor's wallet promotion. It's obvious he was trying to make money with the video. The release says that Jacob lied to the feds when he filed a report that falsely indicated his plane lost full power, approximately 35 minutes into the flight. And the dude went to a lot of trouble. And what kind of, the plane was really small where the plane could just be put into a pickup. I'm so lost by someone's willingness to do something like that. No, just nuts. So six months in federal prison for this Lompoc resident. All right, other news. When do you put up your Christmas tree? Is it right after Thanksgiving? Maybe December 1st? Are you a safety first and wait till mid month so it doesn't dry out? Well, according to tradition, all three of those options are ant wrong. If you put your Christmas tree up yesterday, you did life right. Sunday was the first day of the advent, as in advent calendars, it's an old religious thing. Most of us just use them as an excuse to maybe eat chocolate or feed our dog you know, a treat every day. The uh, traditional advent varies by year, but always starts four Sundays before Christmas. Per tradition, that's when you're supposed to open the first door on your calendar, but a lot of them start on the first now, so you can at least open the last one on Christmas Eve. They say December 3rd is also when you're supposed to put up your tree. And if you do care about traditions, you take it down January 6th, when the 12 days of Christmas are over. Okay, it's not always easy to stay focused from nine to five, especially at the beginning of the week, but this could help. A new study at the University of Texas and University of Oregon found that if you wanna stay on task, you should try breaking things up and setting more goals. You need to be busier. Researchers had people take tests to measure their reaction time. Each series of tests lasted 25 minutes and the tasks got harder as they went. When people were just told to do them as fast as possible, their reaction time started to get worse as time went on, but setting goals for each task helped. They'd tell people to see if they could react to each thing within different amounts of time, like a half a second or a third of a second. And when they set specific goals like that, people were able to focus for a lot longer. They didn't really get into how much you might be able to use that information at any specific job. They said it just shows that in general, whether you're working or studying, setting small, specific goals can help you stay focused longer. Oh, you know we love good news. Two stories that have tortoises in them. The oldest living land animal in the world is celebrating its birthday. Uh, Jonathan is the tortoise who lives in uh, on an island in the South Atlantic, it turned 191. this species has an average lifespan of hundred and fifty years which brings me to a california woman who was going viral after her pet tortoise named tiptoe i love that name just celebrated his 22nd birthday when she was seven she asked santa for an african tortoise apparently santa delivered but these can live up to 100 years listen
0: I got Tiptoe when I was seven years old from Santa, actually. Christmas came rolling around and he was just sitting there under the tree, very, very tiny, about the size of a credit card. And now obviously he's 175 pounds. So the fact that Tiptoe will be with me my entire life is pretty mind blowing because he's been around for so many huge pillars in my life already. It's so interesting to have to think about Regardless of what I do, I will always have my little
1: buddy with me. Okay, from tortoises to deer, three crazy deer stories. A deer in Southern California caught on camera running through the front door of a Sam's Club, much less without a membership. A deer smashed through a window of an elementary school in Jersey, was chased by officials. It was at night, so no school was in session. Thank goodness. And finally, deer news. A Christmas tree farm in Michigan lost a ton of business. Why? The deer is eating all The trees. This is one of those places like Holloway where you chop down the trees. Listen. We're not going out the field to cut them this year. Give our fields a year to rest.
0: Here up, that tree ain't too bad. But down here, it's ruined. They've they've killed it. The last three years, the deer population has gotten so heavy, it's eaten a lot of our trees. Down the drain, 12 years of mowing and spraying Mm. and pruning,
1: and the deer did it. That is a bummer, that poor guy. Cause you know, it takes a lot. it's be hard to farm those things. Get those things good, all just in time for the season. You're about to release them, and you go out there and you see the deer got to them first. Man, you know who wouldn't eat your Christmas tree? My friends at McClintock's. The place to be since 1973, oh no. Uh, That's uh, 50 years McClintock's has been just legendary status with the Steakhouse and Shell Beach, of course, the saloon, the products. I told you about their F McClintock's Recipe 15. This is a collab they did with Maker's Mark Whiskey, especially for McClintock's. Not only can you order it when you're maybe having a Manhattan while you're there, maybe you're in the whiskey bar there, but you can have this Maker's Mark collab with McClintock's at your house. And the FMC Beans... These are going to be on shelves in a matter of weeks, early 24. Look for them. I'm predicting some big stuff when the McClintock's beans get released uh, in 24. Check out McClintock's.com for more and thank them for being Up and Adam.
2: Up and Adams, lo-fi headlines.
1: All right, coming up next, our conversation with Lorelai Kappel. She is the Deputy Director for Economic Development for the city of Atascadero. lot going on. It's a very friendly place for businesses. They have a lot of incentives, uh, things that, you know, they're shaking carrots at businesses to get them to come over there. They're doing it and they're having great success. Atascadero is doing fantastic. We're going to showcase them coming up when we talk to Lorelai after our breaking and entering Christmas. All right, so we are about down to a family. You know, there's just some few things behind the scenes. I'm hoping tomorrow to tell you all about the family, the kids, and the situation. Changing some of the names and ages of the kids and a little bit of the situation so we can let this family stay anonymous. I don't want them to hear this and hear, oh, that's us, and get embarrassed or anything. I just want this family to have a fantastic Christmas. But we have received tons of uh, more, more of an outpouring of nominated families than ever before in the 10 year history and for that I gotta thank friends uh, like 95.3 The Beach all the Dimes media stations that are pumping this out there A KSBY did a spot on us and it has definitely helped again a response like no other which means we really gotta see those those donations. We're getting stuff. Hey, I got wrapping paper. I got lights. Someone dropped some lights off at the house the other day. Our breaking in during Christmas is threefold. We nominate that family and then we identify the family and then we engage and we give gifts to the kids, gift cards, get involved. And then our third stage is we mobilize. We with the help of the folks that nominate this family, we get in the house, we bring a Christmas tree, we bring the spirit of Christmas gifts, money, food, whatever we can offer this family. So when we leave and we're done, this family can walk in and experience something they never expected and have a Christmas that they will never forget. Go to adamontiel.com, click on our breaking and entering Christmas tab for more. If you wanna help out, whether it's a donation, a gift card, you pulled a little bit of money with the people you work with, anything helps. Literally anything helps. Go to adamontiel.com. Thanks to our friends at United Staffing Associates for our breaking and entering Christmas. Every year they have supported. They are a staffing, career resources. They offer expert help in services like HR consulting, safety training, recruiting, payroll, and more. If you're a job seeker, they can connect you to that gig. And if you are hiring, maybe it's for holiday work or direct placements, executive search, even maybe someone to do your payroll. Call my friends at United Staffing Associates. Visit unitedwestaff.com. All right. Normally, I have the pleasure of speaking with Terry Banish, who I absolutely love from the city of A-Town, meeting Lorelai Kappel here. She is the deputy director of economic development. Super excited to have you on the show. Thanks for being up and Adam.
2: Thank you so much. Happy to be here.
1: Now, forever, I have heard on radio commercials about Sonic and it's like, we don't have a Sonic. Why are you wetting our appetite? And then there was talk about perhaps a Sonic coming our way. And then I read this article and it talks about how I guess the different there was a moral Bay, a Paso location, these seem to not be coming to fruition or at least they're stalled. But the Atascadero Sonic, you guys, you guys are making it happen. A Sonic is coming to A Town.
2: It is happening. They are working on their tenant improvements right now. They should be done in a few months, and they should be opening, I'm assuming, by before summer. So they've just got to you know, come in, get their business license. Their sign will go up in a couple months. We're on our way.
1: Have you ever been to a Sonic?
2: I actually haven't, but I have people call me all the time and tell me what recipes I need to order, including a chili dog and some awesome refreshing drink that includes... Um, cherry and all
1: sorts of great things. So, they yeah, We have a whole bunch of stuff. It's a really unique place, and I guess it's just one of those ones that you kind of almost like Chick Fil A before those started becoming a little bit more prevalent here. And it's not like I eat a ton of fast food, but you know, like when we're tra- when we're doing a road trip, you see a Sonic, you're like, oh, we don't have one of those. Let's go, you know, try it. They have this stuff called like Ocean Water, and it's pretty much just like a blue soda, but for some reason, it tastes uh-huh. like it's got like fentanyl in it or something because it is so good. You're just like, give me. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm already addicted to the ocean water. So, um, where is this? Where are we putting a Sonic burger? Where's it going?
2: So Sonic is going to go to um, on a- San Anselmo Road, across from the a Current In and Out Burger, where the- we formerly had a Kentucky Fried Chicken. Okay. And I think it's just going to kill it in that location because oh, yeah. high school is nearby, and if you have a long line at In and Out, I mean Sonic people are going to be coming for their shakes and their burgers. I I hear all about it.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be a great spot for that. And that that exit already is just like kind of owned. You know, some good cheap gas up there. And then, of course, In-N-Out, which, you know, surprisingly, In-N-Out and places like Chick-fil-A that have these notorious long lines, they seem to work through them pretty efficiently.
2: They do. Yeah, they've, they've gotten really creative in double stacking their queuing lines and, and getting creative. They figured it out over the years.
1: Has a... In and out ever wanted to move somewhere else in a Tascadero? Have they ever? I mean, or is it just always been pretty perfect there? It seems like a really big footprint. It's been
2: perfect. There. Yeah, they've talked about expanding yeah. and looking at other ways to get people in and out, um, of in and out, ironically. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> quickly, in and out more quickly. Um, but they're doing great. And they've again, they've pulled it up. So they have double queuing spaces, and it's alleviated a lot of the parking issues there. And they just improved their pedestrian path- pathways. So they're doing great there. I think they're very happy. And, of course, it puts um, that stop on the map for lots of people traveling through and people just throughout our county.
1: Now, is the... Deputy Director of Economic Development for a city like Atascadero, you must have heard some of the heinous and shameful names people have in the past (laughs) referred to Atascadero. I'm not even going to bore you with them now, but you have heard these, have you not
2: I have. And you know what I'm most excited about, because I have homegrown here on the Central Coast as well, and I've come back to serve my beautiful city, is now people are calling it a task amazing. So I
1: will I <laughs> copyright that. Laura, I that love you. That is really so happy. good. That is so good. Well, one thing I've always talked to Terry Banish about is you guys have <laughs> been so willing, and, and business owners, like folks like Neil from – you know, uh, Bristol Cider or Eric from Central Coast uh, Distillery. You guys have been so forward and progressive with businesses and giving them to want to be there. And I feel like when Galaxy went in there, And you started seeing a lot of, and then you started seeing events come in there like Wine Speak, and you started seeing a lot more tasting rooms. You got a ton of award-winning breweries there. Of course, Wild Fields, among more. Uh, You are seeing a place, because look, you guys are situated in, in this place where you're right next to Paso, have been getting a lot of the maybe like spillover as far as like PR. But Atascadero in the last several years with your team, you guys have been attracting more businesses and making more reasons to come there, stay there, and enjoy the fruits and the labors of there. It's remarkable.
2: Well, I'm glad you're taking notice because I will I'll obviously um, say thank you mostly to Terry Banish for curating so many great events that not only get our um, our tourism folks here, but really it's the people from our community. And I feel like we really are becoming the I guess the region's living room as well. So it's not just Zinfandel Fest 2023 and all these really big events that are bringing people from all over. It's also our own people from our central coast. And we are loving it because this has become a place for date night. We have a beautiful new um, $9 million project coming in on, on downtown main street here on El Camino. And it's going to transform our downtown into a really amazing atmosphere and pedestrian environment. So I think, you know, we're just you're right, we're heading in the right direction. People are taking notice. People are coming to town to tell us that and opening asking to open their businesses here. So no longer is it the need to drive over the hill or head, you know, north to Paso to open your business. Our residents themselves are actually opening up businesses here in Atascadero and that's what really makes our city whole.
1: You know, take me inside those meetings because when you see Paso do as incredible it is done, especially with the wine community, the the beverage community and stuff and know that, gosh, we're just south of them. We need to position ourselves to use the the great accolades that they're getting in wine country with the AVA, and and with all the producers that love being up here, let's figure out how to make our own place that welcomes tastings and producers. And, and uh, I just think it's, um, I'm curious how that positioning has gone in the last decade. Well,
2: it's, actually going phenomenally well because we've actually just found our own way um, in the sense that now we have become known for our craft beer. We have so many, like you just mentioned, so many craft beers with amazing award-winning beers coming out and getting all those accolades, but we're just south of that area. So if you wanted to do something and bring the family and not everybody's just into wine, we do have our wineries, but there's also a lot of places for families here. We have our zoo, we have hiking trails. It's just a beautiful, more peaceful vibe to, you know, come and stay in a task we have a brand new owner of the Carlton Hotel who is, you know, you know getting do, getting ready to do a very big overhaul on the beautiful historic uh, property. So it's just kind of starting to happen, and we've got a lot of family oriented events here. So um, everything from our fall festival that just happened to our Tamale festival. and of course, light up the downtown is coming up this Friday. and it's just oh, I'm sorry, our um, our Winter Wonderland this Friday. Cool. So so many events with the family, uh, again, for our neighbors to the north and south, and even on the coast, people are coming over to visit, have date night, have dinner. That's just you know perfect position for where we want to be, and we are getting the tourism that comes to visit and soak up everything from San Luis Obispo County. So we're happy for our positioning, and we're, uh, we're good loving for it. you. I'm quite the maker space. Yeah, I, still gotta, I still
1: got it. I still got to get to that spent grain. I'm a big fan of Chris Chambers and his beers. He's super oh, talented. Yeah. You have like a speakeasy brewery there now.
2: Oh yeah, we do. Um, Right there at the La Plaza building. Yep. He's just kind of tucked into the back, but he's got a great following and it's, it's kind of fun. I mean, he's got that mystery sort of thing going on and you know, of course you can do some amazing high-end shopping just in the front door, (laughs) come in the back door and have your beer.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like um, the, the, what's the the, Sabrina's hats right there by the owl place, right? Colony market. I mean, there's, Oh my God. So much going on there now. It's really exciting. Tell me about um, some of the new businesses. I know just of late, I, you've seen, you're like, you're cutting ribbons here, you're doing that over there. Like, it's it's booming. Yes.
2: Yeah, so even just downtown, we just um, cut the ribbon on Jules Bryant, which does elegant custom jewelry. Um, Beach and Biscuits um, from Pismo just closed escrow on our muscler shop on the corner, right at, right next to the Carlton and, and Colony Market. So that's really exciting. They're just getting their tenant improvements going. Um, Johnny's Bagelry and Jewish Delicatessen is opening right next door to Bramble Pie on Entrada. So they're getting their things going and they're gonna you know, definitely bring some new cuisine to Atascadero. Fancy Pan Restaurant, um, the owners of Kitchenette and Templeton who do amazing farm to table oh, yeah. food um, are opening up right by the movie theater. Wow! Um, so we just have so many things happening. Again, I mentioned the new owner of the Carlton, they're opening a restaurant, um, getting kind of their tenant improvements going and wine and and beer going so all sorts of exciting things not to mention yoga um kind of places opening up we've got blast um 825 coming into the former Santa Maria Brewing Company Chipotle just opened up we have so many exciting things coming and you know just even our downtown alone with all the great events and the new businesses breathing life into it we are off you know to a really great start and we've got investors coming to look for the properties that are you know, willing to sell and do some really exciting things. And they're mostly local investors, which is really exciting to us. It's our people giving back to our community.
1: So. All right. Big plans, goals. What are some things that we see for 24 with A-Town?
2: Yeah. So in addition to just building and growing our, our downtown atmosphere and some of the development happening up at Del Rio and the very south gateway of town, we are really working on growing our quality jobs, our head of household jobs in Atascadero. So... No longer do you need to telecommute from home if you're working for Google, which we have those people here. If you're working for, um, you know, uh, we've got people here from corporate attorneys from Netflix. We've got Uber, um, HR directors. We have people all over town doing really cool jobs. And, you know, they don't have to work from home. We have four co-working spaces in our community right now which is actually becoming a little bit of an incubator and a runway to get those quality jobs and businesses to Atascadero. So maybe after a while they want to open their own you know, mom and pop and hire five people. So we've got that space to start out as your solopreneur. And then over time you just grow and look for your next space. And we have that space and it's a really great low point of entry right now for people to start up businesses. And it's going really well and the city's doubled down on putting some low interest loan programs out for new restaurants in the downtown to help those commercial kitchen improvements and we're really proud of that our council's been very forward thinking and really finding ways to incentivize that um, growth because that's what really makes a city whole it's not just about the businesses and and the you know restaurants it's really about the people being able to stay here work here and and the future generations to be able to have a job and see that future
1: in Atascadero Laura Ly Cappel she is the deputy director of economic development for the city of Atascadero. amazing heck yeah <laughs> I love it. Good job. <laughs> well, I can't thank you enough. I'm not sure if we've met or not, but I really want to get a chance to, uh, to meet you. Maybe we should do a little, a little tour of some of the cooler businesses. I still got to get up there, like I said, to that spent grain brewing. I always love, me you know, Sylvester's, and There's so much going on there. So okay. I'm just, I've always been a big fan of Terry Banish. I'm a big fan of the events you guys do. Uh, you guys have uh, supported me in the past, and I just appreciate what A-Town is all about. And it's really nice to catch up with you, Lorelai.
2: To adam i thank you so much for having me and i look forward to hosting you when you come to visit
0: sailor, begins, all
1: right what a show thanks so much to lorelei and the city of Atascadero. chris chambers you hear that buddy spent grain brewing I'm coming up to you, my man. I want to take a second and thank my friends at the General Store, Paso Robles, for being up and at them, offering local goods, hand-picked gifts, a curated cookbook selection, and all the best for your pantry and home. The team at the General Store, Paso, can help you pull together gift baskets for literally anyone, whether it's for somebody close to you and you don't want to get this wrong, or it's for just an acquaintance that you got to give a gift to. Helping the community connect with dozens of local makers is their jam. Celebrating 10 years on the park, downtown Paso. Open daily from 11 to 6, 10 to 6 on weekends on Instagram at General Store Paso. Tomorrow, we're going to have Josh Clapper. He is a winemaker for Tambor Wines. They have a facility on Capitolio in the Lobro neighborhood. Going to ask how things are going there for him. See how Harvest was for him. He's just an all-around great guy. Also has a lot of good um, just info on like restaurant business. And I just like talking to him about everything. I like talking to Josh Clapper literally about everything. So we'll do a nice conversation with Josh Clapper from Tambor tomorrow. Thank you so much for making this the first podcast of your day. It means so much. You can go to adamonteal.com for the latest. Published a new episode at the end of last week of Where Wine Takes You, my podcast with Paso Wine. It's available right here. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, you can also listen to that one, and you can log on to pasowine.com for more. Technical consideration provided by my friends at Full Cup Solutions. And of course, original music on the pod, Dan Curcio and Moonshiner Collective. Stream them wherever you get your music and log on to moonshinercollective.com. Have a great Tuesday. It's gonna be the warmest day of the week today. Get it, go kill it. Thanks for being here and connecting. My name is Adam Montiel, and thank you for being up in Adam.
0: Straight to the stars is is only the stars. Let's start again, we'll start again, let's start again.